Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Nicolicious. I believe this is episode number three, and um, today's episode is all going to be about the idea of looking healthy and my experiences being a bigger woman, but also growing up as a little bit of a bigger child. Um, my experiences with um, the comments that were made to me and just the things that I've been through to get to the point that I am in today to understand what healthy looks like, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm just going to start. Last episode, actually, I kind of started to dip my toes into the idea of, you know, a healthy lifestyle and a healthy active lifestyle. And I just kind of was like looking at the question of like, okay, if healthy looks like something, then what the fuck does it look like? (laughs) Because I have seen someone that looks so good, like their body is stunning, and they are the least active person you could ever imagine. They're the most unhealthy person. They have health issues, heart, like, if healthy looks like what people think healthy looks like, then they're wrong because the people, the pe- oh my God, English. I just stuttered, you guys. Oh my God, this will not make for a great podcast <laughs> if I'm stuttering the whole time. Um... I don't even remember where I was. Oh, yes. Okay. So, in terms of what healthy looks like, I truly believe that healthy doesn't look like anything. Healthy is something. You know, healthy is a feeling, not an image or a body or a specific kind of person. Like, it's just... It's like saying, what does beautiful look like? And, like, there's no answering that at all because beauty comes in so many different forms. So, like... It's just, it's just not right. Like, I just feel like healthy just doesn't look like anything. And I grew up with a very different mentality. I grew up thinking, okay, these people are telling me that I don't look healthy. So I, there's no way I'm healthy, right? That I must not be healthy. And that's kind of, you know, where the idea of something or someone looking a certain type of way means that they're healthy. That's when, as a kid, I started to truly believe that. And People would make, like, comments to me and be like, oh, like, go work out or, like, you're so lazy. Uh, Meanwhile, I was dancing on a competitive dance team, dancing at least, like, four to five times a week. Like, I was a very active person, very active kid growing up. It's just I had a little bit of a chunk. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I still have a chunk. I just, instead of a little bit, I have a lot of it. But <laughs> regardless, when I was a kid, I thought that was like the end of the world. Like, I was like, what? Like, okay, well, I dance all the time, but I guess I have to go work out. Or, okay, I dance all the time, but I guess I'm super lazy. If they're saying I'm lazy, then I'm lazy. And like, that's where when I got older, I started to act like how they would tell me. Okay, she's lazy. Okay, so I'm not going to dance as often. And I'm just going to sit around and be lazy and do nothing. And not do any sports. And not run. And not jump. And just, you know what? I'm going to sit here and everyone should just attend to me. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's not what happened. And if my sister tells you otherwise, she's wrong. So, but. (laughs) So on one end of things, I would have comments like that being made. But then 
on a totally different end, I would have people actually making comments like, maybe don't eat that slice of cake. Like, you're going to go on vacation. You're going to be in a bikini. Like, do you really think that cake is going to do you justice? Or, oh, my favorite was somebody actually said to me, you know, like, I think I was talking to them and being like, oh, you know, like, I feel a little bit like, blah, like, I just feel like we're super heavy. They legit said like, oh, well, maybe just try throwing up. That way you can eat what you want and then still lose weight. I, me currently, Nicolicious, if somebody said that to me today, I would be like, um, are you okay? Like, <laughs> absolutely not. And if you're someone that has said something like that to somebody before, like, honestly, I'm so sorry that you feel like that's true because it is not. It is the farthest thing from true. And I wish that, you know, 14, 15 year old Nikki knew that, but she did not. You know, she believed what people said, she was very naive. She wanted everyone to like her because, God forbid, someone didn't. My God, shit would hit the fan. How could someone not love me? I just don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was not. No, she was a, oh my God, one person doesn't like me. Or, oh my God, one person thinks that I look this way. The world is over. And while that sounds incredibly dramatic... Enter mental health problems. Enter eating disorder. Enter body dysmorphia. Like, so many things went wrong after that comment was made. And I truly... This is going to be tough to talk about because a lot of people that are very close to me actually don't really know any of this information. But it needs to be said, it needs to be talked about because I know that it's happening to other people and I know that it's happening to younger girls as we have social media playing a very large part. And yes, social media was around when I was in high school, but it wasn't what it is today by far. If it was what it was today, I'm not sure I would be here if I'm being completely honest. I was in such a dark spot in high school that if you had added social media into the mix, it would not have turned out um, the way that it did. So I'm kind of thankful, but (laughs) not at the same time. Um, But back to those comments, those little comments, you know, is kind of what triggered my first experience with an eating disorder. And it was like the smallest comments that would like decide whether or not I eat that day. And like, I remember there was times in high school where I would go to school and if I was having like a bad day, like if I was like, you know, thinking too much about what I look like or whatever, I would just throw all my lunch out. Like I'd pretend to eat it. I'd go to the bathroom with my backpack, dump all my food and then go sit. And I wouldn't eat until I got home for dinner, which I couldn't get out of eating because my mom, would be cooking the food and she would expect me to eat a dinner because you know it would have been so long since I had lunch but little little do I know sometimes dinner was the only meal I ate that day (laughs) just because mentally I thought that if I had eaten that lunch or 
I didn't tell you that I had bad lunches. I had freaking fruit in there. I had all these amazing foods. And I would just throw them away. And they would go to waste. And I am so mad at my younger self for that. Because people don't have food. And are starving. Unwillingly. And not by choice. So the fact that I took advantage of that. It just pisses me off. What the hell, Nikki? What were you doing? Stupid, stupid girl. (laughs) Anyway. So then, um, when I wasn't not eating, there was also days where I was eating too much. And, you know, normally I say you can never eat too much. No, I was binge eating, which basically was me eating my meal but also sneaking food but also keeping food in like my room eating it when I wasn't supposed to I wasn't exercising as much and when I tried to throw up you know like that girl told me to I could not I don't have a gag reflex and (laughs) So, you can only imagine, (laughs) I sat there and was like, what other choice do I, I don't have any other choices left. And then you start to spiral into just a constant mental state of, well, I messed it up that one time, so who gives a flying rat's ass? That was the worst mental state I could have ever gotten myself into (laughs) of okay well I already messed up so I might as well keep messing up or all right well I already binge ate once what's another time gonna do like I would just keep going and it helped no one you know it made me miserable it made me mean to my family to my mom oh my god my poor mother like (laughs) so bad and you know it wasn't really until university where I started to like shy away from those methods like I actually started to get better and I do have to say like I took a course in university university in second year called gospel choir and just honestly the power a choir has like you have to think about this okay there's like 80 or 90 people in this choir and you walk in on your worst day And everyone in that room is using all of their energy to lift you up. You know, you take religion, you take any of that out of the equation. It is the music that's doing that. It was the music that on my worst day was able to bring me up from that super dark spot and make me realize that if all these people can lift me up, I need to start lifting myself up. And that was the first time I truly felt like me, like actually me again, was when I took that course. It just, it completely changed my life for the better. And honestly, if, if you have a course like that at your school, I went to York University, so York University Gospel Choir, what's up? Um, <laughs> um, I highly recommend taking a course like that, even if, you know, you're not religious or you don't believe in anything, like, that's okay, but you have to believe in the power of music, man, like, 
oh my god it changed my life and so then um for the next like two years i was like rocking and rolling and i was like good and then fourth year of university hit and bam breakup and everything exploded my emotions were all over the place i didn't know what my purpose in life was anymore i was that you know like young girl going through her first breakup and like oh my god the world was ending like (laughs) like how dare i have to go through this right now like major first world problems like so so bad and you know i laugh now because i think back to it and i'm like oh my god why like why did i have to be like that but when I started working full-time um, at a retail store, the girls that I met there, oh my God, I, like I have no, I have no words. Like they changed how I thought about myself and how I presented myself in the most difficult time of my life thus far. Like I still have a lot of life to live, but it was one of the most difficult times and difficult things I've ever been through. And these girls just like completely brought me out to a whole new place. Like they brought a whole new nickel. They brought Nickelicious out. Honestly, when I think about it, they brought Nickelicious like out and she was ready to rumble. Okay. She wanted everyone to know that she was a badass bleep and she was beautiful and she was sexy and she was worthy of a man who knew what I was worth and they just they changed the game for me completely and I will be forever grateful for them and another really powerful woman that has changed my life is Whitney Simmons and she is a youtuber influencer um that honestly introduced me to healthy lifestyle and healthy living and an active healthy lifestyle and her whole thing was like You know, it's a beautiful day to be alive and be kind to yourself. Those are like her two main like um, slogans or whatever. It's a beautiful day to be alive. It's like her main one. And that alone, like it's in it's in the slogan. Like that is a powerful thing to say to yourself every single day. It kind of just reminds you like no matter what, you have to just keep going. It is a beautiful day and I'm lucky enough to be alive. So here we go. And her other one was be kind to yourself. And that is something that I've taken so close to my heart. I started being kind to myself every single day, no matter the day. If I'm having an awful day, which I've had a few, um, especially amidst this pandemic, like you just have to kind of just remind yourself that you're okay, you know? You have to be kind to yourself because no one else is going to be kind to you the way that you can be kind to yourself if you tried. You know, at the end of the day, if everyone dies, you're alone with yourself. Who's going to love you? Who's going to be kind to you? You know, who's going to tell you that you are a freaking queen? Who's going to tell you that you're a king? Who's going to tell you that you are sexy as hell you know who's gonna tell you that you a badass bitch no you have to tell yourself these things because if you don't no one will and that's a shame because you should know that you are a queen a king a badass bleep okay you absolutely should know that because you are i don't care who you are you are 
those things. And so I started doing at 45. That was the first major, like I was with Good Life for like a long time. But at 45 was the first major fitness journey that I started that I saw results and I saw them quickly. And that was because of, first of all, the type of workout at 45 is killer. If you have not tried a class, you need to because it changed my life. Like it really seriously, like my ankles don't feel the same. I can't walk. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) F45 is amazing. And I think everyone should try it. But the best thing about all of it is the environment. You know, all those people in there are there for one reason and they're all there for the same reason. And I love, there's not a single mirror in that gym. And so when you walk in, you're focused on your workout. You're focused on pushing yourself the most you possibly can. And you're not focused on what you look like while you're doing it because let me tell you at the end of the class everyone looks like a hot mess and I love it because I'm like yeah I look disgusting but look how freaking disgusting you look like <laughs> like that's literally the mentality of it so with that being said I just wanted to end that there with how you feel about yourself is going to be determined by who you surround yourself with and the kind of people that you want in your life because I truly believe that the people that should be around you are those that are going to lift you up and those that are going to empower you and push you and challenge you when you need to be challenged, you know, or told the truth. You know, people in my life right now would all tell me the truth. Whether the truth is ugly or beautiful, they'll tell me the truth. And those are the kind of people that I want to surround myself with. And we have only one life. And so we need to do what we want with it. And we need to aim to feel good. Because the second we feel good, we're going to look good as hell. Snaps. Crushed it. (laughs) But anyway, I am ending the episode there, guys. Thank you guys so much for coming to another episode of Nicolicious. It means the world to me. And it makes me feel really good seeing that you guys are actually watching i get to see like how many people listen to it and it just makes me happy if one of you is listening because that means i'm not talking to myself (laughs) all right guys i will see you next episode and always remember to be real be kind spread love always 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 okay thank you guys so much peace out girl scout